Hello and welcome back to the What's Next Christian Podcast, where we believe no matter where you're at with your walk with Christ, there's always a next step, and the next step's going to get you closer to Christ or get you closer to your community where you can be the hands and feet of Christ. So we've been covering The Prayer of the Lord by R.C. Sproul. This is a book where Mr. Sproul breaks down the, uh, the Lord's Prayer or the model prayer, as some people call it, um, down so we can understand it and how we can use it as a model for um, prayer in our future lives. Um, it's not just a prayer that's meant to be repeated over and over again. Um, I'm not saying you can't never pray it exactly this way, but um, it shouldn't be something that we constantly repeat over and over again because that's kind of what Jesus said. Don't 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 constantly repeat prayers the way uh, the pagans do. Um, it want it desensitizes you from what the actual prayer says, and it also um, just kind of uh, takes your heart out of the prayer. So this week we're on the sixth petition, which is uh, do not lead us into temptation. Um, and, and the main thing about this is it, it's kind of, you skim it, you're like, why, why would God lead us into temptation, you know? Um, is, is that something God does? Does God tempt us and cause us to sin? Um, is that something God does? But no, God doesn't do that. Um, James 1.13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. So God doesn't tempt us. Um, a better word, Mr. Sproul says, a better wording for this would be, do not lead us into the place of testing. So to, we want God to help us not be tested. Um, Jesus is saying that we should pray to the Father to lead us not to place of severe testing. Um, you know, uh, Abraham was 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 tested um, pretty severely because. Abraham had um, Isaac um, long, long past when he should have been able to have kids. Um, and, and, and then years later, um, God said, hey, I need you to take Isaac and I need you to take him over to this mountain over here. Yeah, and you know, Isaac, the one you love, yeah, you're gonna have to kill him for me. Sacrifice him to me. And Abraham's faith wasn't shaken. He woke up early the next morning to go do what God told him to do. Um, and when uh, him and Isaac were going up the mountain that God told him to go to, Isaac's like, hey, we got the fire, we got the wood, we got everything for the uh, sacrifice, but uh, we don't have a lamb. How are we supposed to sacrifice something to God and, and, and worship God if we don't have a lamb? And Abraham didn't flinch. He said, hey, God will provide himself as a lamb. That's an interesting story, but... We'll get to that one later a different podcast but abraham didn't faith didn't waver at all so uh, to me that's a great place of great testing um but we don't want god to we're, we nobody wants to be tested like that nobody wants some uh, god to say hey you know that thing i gave you that you love love a lot you love it almost as much as you love me we're going to see who, which one you love more you know we don't want that um so this prayer is hey don't let me be tempted beyond what I can handle. Don't let me go through severe testing. Um, temptation comes from within. Um, as Paul calls, says our flesh, his flesh has no good thing in it. You know, that's where our temptation comes from. Uh, we do have external sources. We can be uh, tempted by uh, sinners who maybe we're friends with, but hey, hey, you know, let's go have a couple of drinks. And where it's not wrong to drink, 
But if you go too far, then yeah, then you then you sin because you are drunk and your uh, um, Bible says don't be drunk. Um, but other Christians can cause us to sin, be tempted too, um, not necessarily intentionally or anything like that, but because of life and all that stuff, people say things, um, and so we get led led astray. But the other one is Satan, Satan and his minions, his, his demons. Um, they tempt us, um, and, and and Mr. Sproul calls it a specific specific evil, um, because do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil is the actual uh, full petition, and so Mr. Sproul breaks it down. I'm not going to go into all the details, but the translation of just evil is not accurate for the, for this prayer uh, when you translate it from Greek, um, and he says the New King James Version. Um, says it says it right because it says but deliver us from the evil one so it calls out the evil one um, and so we're not just asking God to deliver us from being tempted but also from being from from the wiles and the attacks of the devil um, you know Satan accuses us and, and tempts us to uh, remove our confidence of our confidence in Jesus as our Savior you know there are many biblical tests of faith um, that are that we know of. You know, Adam and Eve were tested. Um, God tested their obedience. Hey, don't eat of this apple or don't eat of this tree. We don't know if it was an apple or not. But don't eat of this tree. Um, but guess what? Satan came in and he ended up testing, testing them and testing Eve's knowledge of the, of what God actually said. And it, and long story short. She ate the fruit of the tree, gave it to Adam. Adam ate the fruit of the tree. And so they disobeyed God and and condemned humanity um, from eternal life with God without suffering. Um, but we have eternal life because of Jesus. Um, Job, Satan went into to God and said, Hey, you know, I bet you I can get your people to not believe in you, you know. And God said, well, here, take Job. Job is a man of faith. Job will believe me no matter what you do, as long as you don't physically touch him. And so Satan goes and said, and destroys all of his property, uh, his kids, pretty much destroyed everything externally to Job. And Job stood strong in his faith. Satan then goes back to God and says, hey, you know what? Yeah, okay, I can see that, but what if, what if I touch his health? I bet you, if it touches health, he will curse you, and and he will waver and he will fall. And God says, "Have at it," you know. And Job gets sick, he gets boils, like like probably some really painful stuff to read through it, but he doesn't waver, you know. And then even Jesus, our Savior, he was tested. He got baptized and he was led in the wilderness for forty days of tempting. We don't know what all happened in that forty days. Um, the Bible records three, I believe three, maybe four in, uh, different temptations that God, that Satan tempted him with. And Jesus is like, hey, you know what? Here's a scripture for that. Here's a scripture for that one. Here's a scripture for that one. Get away from me, you know? Um, so when Jesus is telling, teaching his disciples how to resist these temptations and how to resist the enemy... He's doing it from experience. He's not just saying, oh, well, I've never experienced this, but this is what you think you should do. No, he actually says, 
yeah, I was tempted. You guys know I was tempted. And this is how you do it. So, um, so and there are also many stories of, of martyrs over the years. Um, and one of the ones in the book that uh, Mr. Spool talks about is Polycarp. And, and they're telling Polycarp, you need to renounce God, you know, speak against God. And Polycarp had said, and I quote, 86 years have I served him and he never once wronged me. How can I blaspheme my king who saved me? And then they killed him, you know. Um, and there's there's a lot of other stories out there. There's books, the, the books of the martyrs that you can read. And you can see these great men of faith who um, withstood all these um, persecutions and stuff. Um, you know, it's not like somebody said bad, bad things on the internet about me. It's actual real persecutions um, where they were going to be killed, you know. Um, so Satan, Satan is, is, is the tempter in the Bible. Um, but more than his tempting, he is also called the accuser. I don't know why I'm picking at my ears. <laughs> um, but he is the accuser, you know. Um, his accusations are pretty much stronger than his temptations. Um, our flesh does a pretty good job tempting us. I don't think he needs to add too much to it. Um, but he, his, his job is to, is to paralyze us with guilt. You know, in 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. So God cleanses us if we confess our sins, right? And, and right after we do that, Satan goes, Hey, guess what? No, you're not. I know your past. You're guilty. You're guilty. And we hear it inside our head and we're like, and we start to believe that stuff. Um... So, and he immediately, const uh, immediately and constantly attacks us, um, trying to uh, get us away from God. Excuse me. And so we need to learn to resist him, resist him right? Um, so, so he tries to say, to convince us that we are too, too guilty to be forgiven, right? Um, and so how does this apply to our lives? One, we need to ask God to uh, spare us from the temptations and the spiritual attacks that come against us, right? So 1 Corinthians 10, thir 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make you a way, way, the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So not only does God not allow us to be tempted beyond what we can handle, so when we have temptation coming in, we gotta one, we gotta know that. We're gonna, you know, if I'm being tempted, God is allowing me to be tempted, and He's giving me a way to be out of it, right? And, and so that right there should give us all the power we need to know that we can resist the temptation. Um, we need to ask God to protect us from the attacks of the enemy, right? And Ephesians 6, 10, 11 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Um, that verse has been really strong with me recently. Um, started to get back into more memorization. And that's the verse I started, the verse, two verses I started with. You know, and then it goes on in the next verse. It says, For we not wrestle against flesh and blood. We're not fighting humans. Um, we're fighting against spiritual powers, you know, principalities. Um, 
So, and so we have to know the word of God to be able to combat the enemy, right? Jesus did it. Jesus threw, threw the Bible right in, right in Satan's face. Just imagine Jesus smacking the devil with, devil with the Bible. Right? I don't know. My mind. So, um, and what it says in James 4, 7 is, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, when, so, so the devil will flee if we resist him right so we we know that god's not gonna let us be tempted beyond what we can handle he's gonna give us a way out you know um he gives us the armor of god to be able to stand against the enemy right so we know all this stuff and then we know if we resist the devil he has to flee from us there so that is how we live a good christian life right that's how we resist the devil how we defeat our sinful natures um and yeah, the, the closer we get to God, the stronger those attacks are going to come. Um, Satan's going to try to convince us that we're unworthy. But Jesus said we were worthy when he decided that, hey, I'm going to die on the cross for you. So while we were sinners, Romans 5, 8, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, right? And so we need to resist, resist the devil as much as possible. Say, hey, no, Jesus made me clean and righteous. He took off my dirty rags and gave me his righteousness. And, and, and so that is this prayer is do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from an evil one, right? And Mr. Sproul says that when Satan accuses us, this is what we should say. Yes, Satan, I sinned, but my guilt is covered and my sins are washed away. Be gone from me, right? Get, get your jacket and get out, right? Get out of here. We don't need you around here. So that is, do not lead us into temptation. I'm really good. I got a new book that I'm starting to read right now. I don't know if I'm going to cover this one in depth because it's like three parts. And this is actually the abridged, abridged modern language version. Um, the Christian in Complete Armor, Volume 1. I got two and three. It's sitting at home. Um, I'm sitting in a hotel room right now for work. Um, but this is going to be amazing. Spiritual Warfare. I just barely started reading it. Um so that's awesome and amazing um the next one is for yours is the kingdom right forever for and ever glory and amen the power um i'm saying that completely wrong and i know that um but um, that is the next one and then yep yours is the kingdom and then the week after that um i am putting up I'm actually been talking to my good friend. We're going to do an interview podcast. I don't know how long it's going to be. It may be, most of these are about 15 minutes long. And um, with him, I'm just going to talk. We're going to talk about some of the cool things that he's uh, seen and his his great obedience to God. Um, sometimes if I look at what, what he, like his recent one, which is really one of the reasons why I want to interview him. Um, and just the great faith he has to follow God the way he does. Um, so I'm excited for that one. That should be posting on the 20, 2020, this is the 23rd, 20th. Uh, it's supposed to be the 23rd. Nope. So it'll post on the 30th, I'm pretty sure. So this week we are doing this one. And then I'm going to try to get another one out by Friday. So I'm caught up. And then on the 30th, we'll have our interview podcast with my good friend Matt Diaz. Um, have a good night. 
et c'est ça, la voix.